Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Major in the house. He'll be here for a couple segments. Fabulous as always. It's 108 on CCO Major, like all our guests, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, sir. Glad you're with us once again. Let's start with a topic we have covered many times, but it is germane to the news today, the Biden economy. The the Mm -hmm. jobs report today, the word I kept seeing was stunning. The uh, expected number, about 180,000, it basically doubled it, 350,000 jobs. Mm -hmm. You have America now as the record oil producer, top oil Mm -hmm. producer, on the planet, you have unemployment at 3.7%. We have avoided the recession, which many people predicted. Seemingly, Jay Powell and the Fed did a very good job. But once again, Major, because there's more polling out today, when you ask people about the president and when you ask them about their own economic life, when the Biden administration is touting this, when other administrations could cite similar numbers and they would be euphoric about these numbers, these numbers aren't resonating. And I don't want to say with no one because that is hyperbolic, but with the masses where you would expect, it just isn't hitting home. No, it isn't. And there, I think, are two reasons. One is an overhang from the first year of inflation when the Biden administration repeatedly downplayed it and said it would be short term. And those comments did not age well, and they aggravated the American public seeing inflationary pressures in their daily lives. And that's old. Current is food prices are still high. That's it. Yep. Food prices are still high. They are demonstrably higher than they were three years ago. They're higher than the rate of inflation. I mean, there, there are sort of economy, economic questions being asked. Like, is there gouging going on here? Why the persistent high food prices when they're not reflected in or those high prices are not cumulatively a reflection of other inflationary pressures. But whatever the cause, this is a day-to-day occurrence. It's reflective when you go 
out to dinner, when you buy something at a fast food place, when you go to the supermarket, or you breeze by whatever your convenience store is, those prices are higher. And in certain parts of the country, gas prices are still high, although they're much lower than they were a year ago. Travel prices are lower. You can see that in the uh, desire of consumers to travel, and they're doing it. They're booking at record rates post-pandemic. So it's not like everything is out of whack, but the thing that people interact with most is still out of whack. And then there's the larger question of comfortability with Biden. And I make Mm -hmm. a very broad statement about this that is not necessarily particular to the president, but in fact is broadly. If I've learned anything about the American population's relationship to the presidency, it's the occupant of that office in the minds of our country and countrymen needs to have a baseline level of physical and audible vigor. In the modern media era, you need a physicality, a presentation, and an audible conveyance of vigor, strength, even determination. And we require that because it is a reflection, we believe, of ourselves. The occupant of the presidency, vigor, strength, solidity, solidity rather, put that word up, solidity, is a reflection of us. That's a broad depiction of our relationship psychologically as a country to the presidency. Yes, things can get polluted by partisan observations, but in the main, I think that's true, whatever the partisan disagreements are. Now, here's my particular observation about the president and why these economic numbers also weaken him in ways that they shouldn't. People just don't feel that. Yep. They don't feel that vigor. They don't feel the vigor. They don't feel the solidity. They don't feel or hear the sense of confidence, energy, connectedness that they have as a baseline assumption about the occupant of the presidency. And that's a problem. Series of great points. Uh, The grocery store, we all feel that. You know, some people get small amounts every day. Others do it the once a week. Those prices, you're 100% right. Data after data shows they have not come down. Then this commanding presence you want out of a president. This isn't even a policy debate. This is the optics. This is the decisiveness. This is the energy that certain presidents have. I'll just give an example this week. Last week we have the tragedy of the three soldiers killed by the drone, and now we're still waiting. We're still waiting how the president, the commander-in-chief, will respond to the Iranian militias. And the one-time major, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, responds, Marine One helicopter is in the background. He can barely hear the questions. We can barely hear him. This is a moment for the president to speak to the country and say, these individuals will hear us. They will know this. We will not take this lying down. This Mm -hmm. will be decisive. This will be appropriate. This will not get us into world war. 
and and make a declarative statement mm-hmm. as opposed to he's just walking out to Marine One like yeah. he's commenting on Puxatani Phil today. Come on. I know. And and let, let me go a little bit deeper, and this will sound momentarily yep. trivial, but I don't think it is. The president has a bit of a halting gait. Yes, he, he, he walks with a bit of a halt in, in his gait. He's in his 80s. Okay, that's not his fault. He's not ill, not injured, but his walk has a bit of a halting gait to it. It looks sometimes a little unsteady. The defense secretary came to the podium at the Pentagon yesterday with a limp. Now, I'm not saying that because we have a president with a weak gait and a defense secretary with a limp, we are incapable of defending ourselves. I wouldn't suggest anything like that. But psychologically, these things matter. The head of the Defense Department and the President of the United States look like they're limping. That has, and this, and the people, oh, come on, Major, what's wrong, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? Would you say this about Trump or Reagan or anybody? I would if I did think it had a cumulative effect on how they were perceived. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the mm-hmm. moments in which that perception matters. And yes, Lloyd Austin said the Defense Secretary a lot of important things yesterday. But he also didn't say a lot of vigorous things, confident things. And I know that there is a there is a mentality in the Pentagon right now because there are so many various satellite terrorist organizations linked to Iran that you want to be a bit cagey and you want to have them nervous and you want to be able to watch their movements for a long time to pinpoint the things you're going to do. I get all that. And you don't want to overpromise and you don't want to have all this scalding rhetoric that doesn't match what you're going to do within the next 24 hours. I understand all that, but there's still a hunger for some kind of vigorousness. And when it's not there rhetorically and people are left to absorb what they see, it's not reassuring. Let's pause. Uh, remind folks, Major Garrett, kind enough to join us. Let's come back. We are 100 days into Speaker Mike Johnson. Certainly very visible the last 10 days when progress was taking place in the Senate with Republicans and Democrats on a border deal. We've talked about that before. The former president, maybe the future president, Donald Trump, played a huge part in stopping those negotiations. What does Major have to say about the Speaker and the power he has over the first 100 days of his reign? Back with Major in minutes here on CCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 20 past one. Chad back here with you with Major. All right. 100 days into uh, Speaker Mike Johnson. Kevin McCarthy is uh, knifed in the front and the back. And then we had... About 17 different candidates. Eventually, a relatively unknown individual, Mike Johnson, becomes the speaker. Uh, His new move is a move that you've seen all the time now, where members of the congressional media are trying to talk to him. He's always on the phone. No matter what, Mm -hmm. he's always acting like he's on the phone. He's a busy man. So I'm not saying he's never on the phone, but this is the move that you probably have witnessed, I don't know, 500 times in your career. I'd love to talk to you, Major. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Yeah. What, yeah. What's your assessment of uh, his <laughs> first 100 days? Okay. So he's still there. So uh, that's good for him. Yeah. Uh, wasn't right. guaranteed. He has the smallest majority of any speaker in the modern era. It's now down to two seats. Nothing comes to the floor now, Chad, under normal or ordinary procedures because they can't pass anything under normal ordinary procedures, not even a rule, not even a procedural rule. So everything has to come on what is called the suspension calendar. What does that mean? That means two-thirds of the House have to agree to it or it doesn't pass. So everything has to be super bipartisan. So anything that is really important to Republicans, they can't pass because there's not enough cohesion within the House Republican majority to do it. So it's a dysfunctional House Republican majority. What it can do, though, if it all gathers themselves together, is do things like attempt to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary, which clearly is something that unifies all House Republicans, and so Mike Johnson, as a speaker, can push that forward. On immigration, I think it's worth pointing out a couple of things. Chad, I've been around uh, failed efforts by presidents to pass comprehensive immigration reform dating back to George W. Bush, 2006-2007, then 2013 with President Obama. And one of the things Republicans always told me then, the really hard and fast opponents to comprehensive immigration reform was, oh, it's a whole sucker's bet. We get in there, and those crafty Democrats, they know all the fine-tuned elements, and they can write their way around things, and on the beneficial side, meaning path to citizenship or for the dreamers, they're going to eat our lunch. So it's always a fool's errand to get involved in comprehensive immigration because we'll always lose that. Fair enough. Okay, I remember that. It's ringing in my ears. What do we have right before us? Zero comprehensive immigration reform. All we're talking about in the Senate, all we're talking about is hardcore, I mean hardcore, Republican-led efforts to tighten definitions for asylum, entry, adjudication, and deportation. That's it. The thing that they have told me for 20 years is the only way to get what they need and want they have sitting in front of them. And what's the House Republican and 
Former Trump response, forget about it. And for the first time in two years, suddenly Democrats are like, oh, my God, a talking point. We haven't had one in two years. We can actually say they're playing politics with this issue. We're not going to win it, but maybe we can fight it to some kind of draw. Because it's all on their terms, and they're still against it. And that's where we are. Well, and let's add this. When the former president says, we're only going to pass a perfect bill, that's that's it. They're never getting a perfect bill. It's not happening. He he so, may so win. Let me let, let's just let's just play this out. Suppose you get reelected. Yeah. You think the sixty vote majority just disappears in the Senate? Yes. Of yeah, that's it what I was just going to say. Right. Let's say They're let's not, say Trump wins. It. You're not going to get this. Yeah, Trump wins. They gain six seats, which would be remarkable success. They're still at fifty-five, and then the Democrats right. are going to say. Yeah, how about path of citizenship, uh, various right, things right. that, yeah. Okay, before you go, um, yeah. we're witnessing right now, I'm sure you're watching also, the dignified transfer of mm-hmm. the fallen service members. Mm-hmm. We alluded to this mm-hmm. before. This is the, the the terrible tragedy, the death of the three soldiers, the drone mm-hmm. attack. So that was last weekend. Mm-hmm. The president, in one of his brief moments midweek, said, I've already decided the response. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible they were waiting for this dignified transfer of the service members? Why hasn't this response happened yet? So it, it is possible, I although I don't think that that's the, the genuine answer. Um, and this, I'm going to rely on the expertise of our award-winning, institutionally re- revered Pentagon correspondent, David Martin, they really do want to wait for the best intelligence because they're not going to do a, you did this, we're going to do that one for one. They want to have a series of strikes around the region, not on the same day, cascading, if you will, and they need the best intelligence they can gather about placement of people and material and They want to have a sense of how that's best strikeable in a cascading way. And I don't think they have that, and they didn't want to do something quick and ineffectual. I really do think Pentagon planners, and again, I get this from David Martin, are trying to make this like, okay, you're going to feel this, and you're going to feel this at many different levels in many different places. And you're going to remember this one big time. And it feels to me like that's what they've been planning for. And that does require more time, even though it sort of feels like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I think when it happens, people have a sense, oh, well, that's what we're doing. So today is the day uh, once a year where for some reason, (laughs) if you're compelled, you pay attention to this dope punk Satani Phil. Okay. Honestly, if Punk Satani yes. Phil and his whole family yeah. drove yeah. to my house and offered me a membership at Pine Valley, I still might tell them to get the heck out of my driveway. Okay. Right. Why yeah. are we obsessed with this rodents? And please tell me you don't give a bleep about Phil and his entire family. I don't, I don't give a bleep. So, so you got to remember where I grew up, Chad. 
I grew up yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. There was nothing <laughs> less relevant to me about some stupid rat telling yes, me about the spring or not in San Diego. I mean, nothing was more irrelevant to me than that. I couldn't understand. That was like one of those crazy eastern part of the United States nightmares. I didn't even understand that growing up. I think it. I think it's still around because of the movie. I think we care about it because of the movie. And the movie's a great movie. A great it is movie. A, it is a very Day. good movie. Yeah. And if you go on the web, you will find, this is really true, you will find lyrical, beautiful treatises about the religious significance written by Hindis, Jews, Christians, Muslims, about the embedded religious larger-than-life messages of Groundhog Day. It's one of the things that is a cultural hook Seriously. that I don't think will ever go away. Stop. They need to stop. I'm not kidding you. Uh, I'm not kidding yeah. you. You can find so, it. So because of this utter nonsense associated. Here, what a shock. Didn't see a shadow. Hey, if there's sun out, I can't imagine what's going to happen. I can let you know what's coming. Uh, Dave Harrigan, before sure Major. Anyway, it's only what they tell us. Yeah, yeah. Dave, uh, tell Major, uh, because of this nonsense today, our music theme for today, your music theme, which is just brilliant. Song titles, bands, artists, or just music we generally associate with rodents. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're playing some rap. I, we've yeah. got round and round I, queued up, my man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Dave, you help me out. Did, did it sound like Major was denigrating the entire East Coast of the United States of America? That's what I heard. In his answer. Frankly, the East mean. Coast, Midwest, I, if it's outside of San Diego proper, I San think. San Diego he, is it. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a San Diego <laughs> snob, born and raised. Yeah. He's not backing away from it either. He's nope. not. <laughs> nope. All right. Tell me, uh, tell me one fun thing you're doing this weekend, and don't tell me it's reading. Okay. Tell me one <laughs> fun <laughs> So like you're so bowling I, I, I may, jarts I may, I may, something. I may go out. I may go out and play some very cold and wet golf tomorrow. It'll be about oh. uh, 47 degrees, uh, and uh, I'm sure the I'm sure the course. And I play a public course, very ratty, even under the best of conditions, because uh, that's cheap, and I can get out there. And there will probably won't be many other people ch- chasing a golf ball around tomorrow, so I'll probably play some wet and cold golf tomorrow. Very nice. Have a fabulous weekend, sir. We'll talk next week. Okay. See you. Major Garrett, normally 12.35, but Chaletta said, no, 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 I'm busy. I need to come on at 12.35, and she runs the show. Don't forget, next hour, no collar this week because it's an off week. Matthew Collar's back uh, next week previewing the Super Bowl. We we had Let's Kick Hunger yesterday, so no Jim Pete. Wolves are on fire, a couple all-stars, some wins lately. So Jim Pete is at 207. And then am I wrong? I'm thinking, what, about 248 or so, Dave? 249, so right there? Am I wrong? Would love to be that early. Yeah, that's probably about right. The new agency group overseeing the Minneapolis Police Department, what is your confidence level? Let's give you some details about this when we return on The Neighbor WCCO. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I hope I am wrong. But I am uh, skeptical about dramatic changes within the police department, within the police department's ability to bring in new and continue to pay their better officers. I am skeptical about changes regarding better relations between the Minneapolis police and people of color. We know that the state and the feds okay, independently determine that the Minneapolis Police Department engage in systematically discriminatory policing. The state and the federal government determine this. You don't have to agree, but you really think the state... And the federal government are out here just making this uh, stuff up. Again, the the point, I'm going to make this the start, too. And I I hope in the end I'm wrong and we're in a better place overall where the police continue to reward their best police officers. And, And that small element of officers who are corrupt, who don't treat people the same, are gone, that we find a way to get more officers there, that individuals who are non-whites aren't targeted by certain officers because the data shows, not just in Minneapolis, but in many areas across the country, this has happened. And I don't want the prism only from you as a white person from Little Falls, hey, it's never happened to me. So it must not have happened. I'm glad it hasn't happened to you. But our, this is utter nonsense and ignorance when people say, huh, my prism hasn't happened in my life, so it must not have happened. Are there individuals who have cried racism when it wasn't there? Of course. And they need to be pointed out. We've had a lot of investigations over the years, a lot of data to show that you have certain officers 
who have treated individuals in not the same way as they treat white individuals. This is not police bashing. I'm not saying this about all police because that's such a lazy comeback. But there have been too many. And so this required uh, this consent decree. And so now we have the agency effective law enforcement for all. Sounds good, Dave, right? I mean, excellent description of who, uh, what you want at the end of your run, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Effective law enforcement for all. They're going to get paid $1.5 million per year from the city. They're led by an individual named David Douglas, deputy, uh, uh, deputy monitor for the city of New Orleans. He helped oversee their police reform efforts since 2019. You had multiple candidates. You had individuals make their presentation. So what happens next? They start their work in five weeks. The city council must vote on it. So uh, should we pause right there, Dave? City council <laughs> offering up a decision. Uh, they're supposed to start the work March 9th. Should we say May 9th? Because the city council, what do they always do? Put things off. Now they'll vote to put it off. Yeah, that's probably what they'll do. So are you optimistic that, let's just say, five years from now, 2029, February 2nd, that we will have a more robust, more effective police department, that people of color in the city will feel like they're treated the same, that, of course, we're still going to have some isolated officers and some isolated incidents. It's not going to be flawless. But there's going to be significant improvement. And, and, and if you want to come out and disagree with me, call away right now. I'd love to hear from you. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Call doesn't work. You want to text me? You can't. 651-461-9226. Because if you're one who is going to say, we don't have a problem, nothing needs to be done, I think you're wrong. I think the data shows that we need changes. And by the way, I'm not here who's buying the correlation that we have, where we have about 550 officers, so we don't need more. Don't buy it for one second. We need hundreds of more officers. We're having more burnout. We're having other agencies step in. We're going to lose more officers. Purely adding numbers, does that end every issue? No, that's naive. But some of the opponents who say we don't need more officers just put up that false premise and they're insulting the intelligence to others. So how do we find a way to get quality officers so these instances do not happen where if I'm driving down an area and Shalette is driving down an area and we do it enough, it's pretty clear who's going to be treated a certain way. And for the eighth time, maybe in this segment, once again, I'm not saying all officers. So save that BS. The overwhelming number of officers in this country 
are anywhere from good, very good, to great at their jobs. You're going to have outliers. And the problem is, in certain police departments, it was systemic. And Minneapolis had some of that element. So I want to be optimistic as someone who firmly believes I'm going to be living right in the area, who knows, maybe right in Minneapolis. I want to believe we're going to make progress. They, they had no choice. They had to make changes. When you had the feds look at this, you had the state look at this, they had to agree. They had to find an agency. <laughs> Whether the city council will approve it, eventually they will. Do you believe we can get to a better place? And if one of your comebacks is also, I don't care, I don't go to Minneapolis. Minneapolis is by leaps and bounds the economic engine of the state. So if you live in Nisswa and you're saying you don't care, you should. Because the better Minneapolis does, the better the rest of the state does. There is a trickle-down effect, and as much as I love Nisswa, the trickle-down effect, if Nisswa is doing well, is not the same implication of Minneapolis. I want to hear what Dave has to say. I'd love a text or two. Vociferously agreeing or disagreeing with me through a call or a text. I'm not saying nothing is going to happen here, but if you're telling me five years from now, we are going to not only just have anecdotal, but we are going to have data showing that we're in a significantly better place. I've just lived here too long to believe that. And by, by the way, some of that is the false negative uh, impressions people have about police, and others is the unjust treatment of people of color. What do you want to say? Let's pause right here so we have plenty of time for you to react. 651 461. Nine two two six. I want to talk KNS. I want to talk about various different deals that you come upon in your life, and every once in a while you get one, you say, "Hmm, how is this so good?" Because that's what my friends with KNS heating and air conditioning are offering you right now. You combine a few things: local utility providers offering great rebates. Government offering great tax credits. So KNS sat down with Lennox and negotiated fabulous pricing through March on Lennox high efficiency furnaces, air conditioners, and heat pumps. How good are the pricing? You can install a 97% ultra high efficiency Lennox furnace and matching air conditioner for $7,700. And $95. If you're not a heat pump expert, guess what? KNS, they are. And if you add the heat pump to this great deal, it's just under $8,500. And to add to it, you can relax with a 10-year warranty and 24 months of 0% interest for qualified buyers. It is the no-brainer of all time with air conditioning and furnaces to have them out for a free home visit. Reach out to them today at ksheating.com. All right, Dave, I want you to chime in before we get to a lot of the text here. Hire an agency the city of Minneapolis does to oversee what changes are taking place 
and to see if we're in a better spot. So I raised the idea I want to be optimistic about this, but I'm not. I want to see sizable change. I'm skeptical. Do you think five years from now, we're talking February 2nd, 2029, policing is in a better spot, police department is in a better spot, and also individuals, people of color in this city, that the data proves that they have not been targeted nearly as frequently as they have before? Can I say I am optimistic, but I'm not sure I have reason to be? Sure. Because that's, that's probably I, hopeful, right? Yes, I think that's the exact word. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful because we don't want to be talking about this in five years because we feel like we don't have to talk about it because significant improvements have been made. Um, I, I will say it, we've heard the talk before. We've heard the talk many, many times regarding policing or you know any other aspects of society where we're talking about racial equity. And at least at this point... It seems like not only has the talk continued versus just the first outcry and then we push it all to the side and forget about it, but there is at least a little walk. And, you know, that's, that's whether that's Minneapolis, whether that's the police department bringing that, whether it's, you know, the DOJ and the attorney general himself, there is at least a plan. That's improvement, right? I mean... Yeah, that's at least it's something. They also would say there are legal requirements. Yes, exactly right. Right. It has not reached this level before where the federal government has stepped in, the state has stepped in. And guess what? If you don't get to these levels, what punishment is further offered up? And when when Chief O'Hara talks about trying to, you know, Obviously, follow all the directions, but improve uh, MPD in this facet significantly. I believe him. I he he sounds genuine. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe that he wants to work as hard as he can to make sizable change, to make uh, relationships with the community of Minneapolis a lot stronger than they've been in a long time. Whether that can happen, you know, obviously it's up to police a lot. It's up to the community to accept it. And whether five years is enough time for that, oh, boy, I don't know about that. Among the uh, texts is 651-461-9226. The data was anecdotal and statistically invalid. We just don't agree on that. Uh, Chad, the only way the city gets better is if people are willing to try to improve. Police have to do better. Residents have to do better. If all we do is blame someone else, we won't get there. I'm not sure the current council will get us there, but we're better than we were two years ago. So by your logic, the worst Chicago is the worst the rest of the state of Illinois is? Yeah, for sure. Um, Minneapolis and the enormity of the businesses in Minneapolis and the economic impact, just like Chicago and Illinois, Los Angeles and San Francisco and San Diego and California or New York City, it doesn't, Dave, lead to the ruination and the end of those other cities. But cities, states are better off if there's more cash available, if we're all prospering. You just have a better chance. I don't think that one's even that complicated. Jeff, Minneapolis would do much, much better job adding police as the city clown council is destroying our once great city. 
More texts. I think you're optimistic thinking there will be a Minneapolis Police Department in five years. I'm hoping I'm wrong. We're absolutely going to have um, a Minneapolis Police Department. As a lifelong 59-year resident and Minneapolis business owner, reading text here, the city is gone. No major business investment, poor schools, government can't spend enough to fix this. We have wrecked Minneapolis by uh, allowing this poor illegal behavior, this behavior hides behind equity. I'd say that person is not real optimistic, Dave. Is that is that a fair assessment from that texter? That is very fair. It doesn't sound very rosy. No. You want me to stop talking right now, or should I go to 20 at this point? 20 would be great. I'll go to 20. Jim Pete on the Wolves, and am I wrong, with Dave Harrigan next hour. CBS and local news coming up next on WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 